episode 13 um, audio content available on and the shuffling of cards uh, audio content on Breaker uh, Google Podcasts Pocket Casts Radio Public and Spotify audio and video on Twitter and YouTube Okay, admin done. Time to have some fun. Uh, to those of you that are watching on YouTube, you know this guy I'm with. I'm going to do the intro anyway. Ten years ago, he put the bit on himself to do comedy shows. And ever since then, it's all been about comedy show. I, I've butchered the intro, but welcome, Joe Emilio. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Storm is incorrect. I'm not a comedian. I'm a magician. Okay. Um, that's been mm. a myth busted. Um, <laughs> turns out I'm no. not really as good as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obviously a comedian now. That's, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so hello, everyone. And uh, for those of you watching, and thank you, Storm, for having me on your show. Uh, how you been? Um, I've been good. I've been good. Thank you. Uh, how have you been? I think it's a trademark, your Coke. You are always with the Coke. Joke's on you, buddy. It's branding Coke. No, I'm kidding. It's, <laughs> it's branding Coke. Oh, no, well no, done no. on that accent. Well done on that accent. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just Coke. Um, and yes, I know I drink. I don't know why, but like I, I started doing it. I started, look, it started with one episode. I remember uh, I was drinking water at the beginning and then uh, I don't know what happened. It just so happens I had Coke the one evening and then for some reason it just, I've never stopped. Now with the previous two episodes that I've done, I've had yeah. uh, a beverage like a soda and water. Now I'm combining the two. <laughs> And guys on YouTube, guys and girls, because I'm not sexist most of the time. Um, up top on the right or left, you will see links to every video that Joe is referencing in this episode. So every video, you wanna pop on over? Yeah, if whatever. That's a lot of links. You, you reference, hey? That's a lot of links. Or did you just uh, link? Yeah. Things? Well, I have five. I have five to spare on a video upload. So I can uh, add the links while the video is playing and add every link in the description as well. So you just put the the this the um YouTube channel like <laughs> Yeah, well I could. Um that's just not the way I've trained myself. So I like those little pop-up things during the video. So if you if you guys get bored of my voice, go over to his videos and you will only hear his voice because I know the accent, South African accent, that can get tedious after a while. So go over to his channel. <laughs> but you've been doing some some really cool stuff. I actually need to get you on my show, Sit Down in Lockdown, because you've been doing some some pretty cool stuff the past few weeks. I saw you interviewed uh, KG and uh, yeah. you had uh, some other, uh, you had Amber Zurin. Um, yeah. yeah, this is pretty cool guys, man. Yeah, thanks. Those were the early days when I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, this week, I know a little bit more. So um, things will run a little more seamlessly. 
Yeah, well, so, I remember uh, we yeah. used to try it earlier, and uh, it just it never happened. Like, guys, I've, I've like, I think Storm's interviewed me like 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's part of its lost states. Um, yeah, it's one of the conspiracy theories. Also, a good segue. You should check his channel. The, in the past, there were episodes about conspiracies, and I'll link it in the description. <laughs> um, it's good. It's a good thing that you mentioned that I've interviewed you like ten times already, because you are actually the reason this exists. You are oh. the reason this is happening right now. Um, it might be thirteen episodes in, uh, but you you gave me the idea. Okay, this could work. Yeah, uh, so I just went to creating the content and thanks for helping me out along the way. Of course. I'm always, I'm always happy to help uh, people and um, give advice where I can. Like, I mean, like it's, it's, it's everyone I think has been asking me since I started it, like, yeah, how did you get started? And like, what program to use? And I'm like, guys, this isn't like rocket science. Like you just Google. It's like, yeah, information's <laughs> already there. You just Google. How do I live stream? Boom. You'll find thousands of, of people that live stream, uh, thousands of uh, software uh, streaming tools. It's, it's really uh, not that difficult. The, 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 the trick, I think, and, the, and the, like anything you do, whether it be being a magician or a comedian or, or an entertainer in general, is finding your voice. So finding yeah. like, what your style is in the show and, and stuff. It's yeah. something I'm still figuring out in, in my shows. You know, if you watch the sit down and lockdown shows, you watch the first one with Paul, uh, Paul Snodgrass, and then say the most recent one with uh, Jockey Rasmus or, or yeah, Glenn yeah. Buck, they're completely Glenn different. Uh, they're completely, completely different. Um, so it's just that learning curve, you know, which which yeah. you yourself now is are, are going through. Yep, uh, that learning curve is pretty steep. And for you, those that don't know, I use a wheelchair, so... <laughs> <laughs> that steep hill is going to need a bit of yeah, extra power. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to tonight speaking about the wheelchair. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I, I know of at least one with tons of material based on the wheelchair alone. Um, shout out to Jax. See you later. <laughs> um, okay, um, so we've gone on for about seven minutes without actually getting to the point of the show and putting the spotlight on you. Now, uh, for those that, you, that don't know, uh, use the hashtag create the connection because I want to create the connection with everybody on the, on the show, with everybody that's watching. And today it's with Joe Emilio. So the first question is, what is it like being Joe Emilio? <laughs> That's a swap question. Um, <laughs> uh, I say that because, I mean, it's so weird when somebody asks me that question, like, what's it like? Like, I'm somebody, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a nobody. Um, I'm just a guy 
that uh, may, enjoys to entertain people from time to time. Um, I've been in comedy for 10 years and enjoying every moment of it. Unfortunately, due to the lockdown, obviously, there hasn't been a lot of comedy stages to be on, which is why I've turned to YouTube. Uh, but YouTube is something I wanted to do for a very long time, even before the lockdown. So it's uh, a blessing in disguise, so to speak. Um, what is it like being me? Um, <laughs> look, I think <laughs> I think the simplest answer to that is um, I'm like any other person, uh, even though I might be in the public eye from time to time. I live my life by certain values, which is uh, yeah. flag, family, and and uh, and faith. Um, and I'm not saying that um, you know uh, flag. I mean, I love the government. No, I hate government, but. Um, the country. I love both America and South Africa. I love uh, family. When I say family, it doesn't mean just my close f uh, family or my actual family, like friends. I like to surround myself around good people, positive yeah. people. Uh, and I like making friends. I always love meeting new people and being nice. I'm always nice to people. I uh, treat everyone the same, no matter what your race is or who you are, where you come from in your, uh, uh, what culture you have. I'm always in love with culture in terms of like learning new things about different cultures. Um, and when it comes to faith, um, I respect all religions, no matter what you, what you believe in, whether you're, even if you're an atheist, if you don't believe in anything, that's fine. It's, you do what you do. Uh, but uh, faith, uh, I'm a Christian and I live by the values of, you know, uh, treat those who, treat those how you want to be treated, you know, respect your, respect everyone around you, respect, uh, you know, be loyal, you know, truthful, all those nice foundations and principles. Um, what is it like to be me? That's it. I, I do me. I do. I try and do the right things morally, and I love to entertain people. That's that's it. That's the perfect way to look at it, because uh, that is your perspective that you've uh, adapted to. Or I don't know. I'm very good at English sometimes, uh, just not with them when I'm on A. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that articulate. Uh, so going back a tad, uh, you say you've been in comedy for about 10 years. Uh, was there a specific moment where you had an epiphany about comedy? Um, I was introduced to comedy when I was about 13 years old, 12 years old. Uh, the first comedian I ever listened to was Dave Chappelle, uh, and fell in love with this art almost immediately, uh, for many reasons. The moment when I realized that I could do it came years later. Uh, when I was actually at a braai and I got kind of uh, intoxicated and yeah. you know when you get to that level of confidence where you can like chat to anyone and you're kind of like outgoing and stuff like that right. you're, not, you're not drunk but you're like tipsy and you feel good you know um, yeah. and I, I don't know what I can't remember how it happened but I do remember that I think someone was saying a joke or something like that and then I said oh Wait, I know, I know this guy, Dan Cook. I listen to him all the time. He's a comedian. Can I, can I do a few of his jokes? Can I, can I, can I reenact some of his jokes? <laughs> and I think my friends at the time thought that I was just going to tell them the joke. I ended up performing okay. as if I'm Dan Cook almost his oh. entire show because I had watched him so many times. I knew his routine by heart. And then um, it was that night that I remember my best friend Nathan telling me, um, I think you should write your own stuff and try and do stand-up. And at the time, I wasn't confident enough to do so. It only it only happened maybe uh, three more brides where the same thing happened. Um, 
<laughs> that, uh, that I decided, you know what, maybe I should try this. And then later on in my, like at the time I was studying graphic design as well. Um, and then uh, after I was done with graphic design, I studied theater to help myself with, with the confidence. And then uh, during theater is when I started to do live stand-up comedy and write my own stuff. So yeah, the epiphany was, yeah, happened when I was probably at a braai drunk performing Dane Cook. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just to be clear to all the Karens out there, he wasn't 13 at the braai getting drunk. Yeah. He wasn't I 13 was, uh, Yeah, I was like, oh shit, I must have been, uh, yeah, 20, 20, 20, I was like 19, 20. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so, what is your view on the F bomb on stage? Is it therapeutic or just rude? What do you mean, saying the F word? Yeah, on stage. Yeah. Therapeutic. I, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard a, a comedian say saying the F bomb on stage is therapeutic. Um, I think that's a, a matter of, of, of um, uh, morals and and your personality. So, for example, you look at someone like John Blissmus, right? Mm. He doesn't say the F bomb on stage because it's therapeutic. He says it because that's who he's, that's his character, that's who he is. Even in person, he uses the F bomb quite a lot. He obviously tones it down when you're speaking to him in person, and obviously if he's in mm, business, yeah, he yeah, yeah. Up and uh, and be polite. But um, you know, if you're his friend and you're having you're at a bra and stuff like that, um, you know, he'll say the F word. Um, and I'm the same. I, I, I use the F word quite often. Um, I try not to say it too much on, on streams, but that's yep. mainly because of YouTube algorithms. Um, and also on the stage, I try and reduce the amount of times that I use the swear words in general. Because um, who knows, maybe for some people it is therapeutic to just be able to you know, uh, say F-bombs whenever they want to on stage. Um, yep. But Barry Hilton has given some advice saying that if you keep your act clean, and clean usually means, you know, no swearing, uh, you'll be relevant forever. So um, I've started to take that on and be like, you know what, there are people out there, whether we want to admit it or not. Yes, there are some cool people who don't mind if you swear, who actually like it if you swear. Uh, but the, there is a large amount of people and audiences that, they they cringe at the at a swear word. So, and I don't want to. I want to try and reach as many audiences as possible, rather than just a select few. Anyhow. Okay, perfect. Uh, you mentioned the word cringe. Uh, do you cringe when you see other people watching what you've done with uh, your one man show? Can you be in the same room as other people while watching you? I've ever done that to be honest I don't think I've ever like a premiere like a movie premiere yeah like yeah, when yeah, you go, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I don't, I've never done that I've never been in a room where I'm watching an audience watch me perform I've never I've never had the um I would love to do that I would definitely love to be in a room like that <laughs> oh um, okay um but well, I mean, like, you know, if I was able to premiere my one-man show uh, somehow, some way, where I'm like, cool, film my one-man show, and now I'm doing this, like, mass massive premiere, or not massive premiere, but just a premiere, and uh, yeah. I, I'm able to be in the room watching people watch it, um, okay. like you do with the movie, um, 
yeah, I, I think I would be very interested to see how an audience reacts because that also gives me feedback, you know, of, of yeah, yeah. oh, wow, okay, so the audience left here, they didn't left here, maybe I should change this, maybe I should change that, um, which is actually the problem with live streaming at the moment. We can't, I can't get that same feedback uh, when you, like yeah. when you're doing it live or watching an audience watch yourself. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, next question. Uh, what would you say to somebody that wants to start uh, stand-up comedy uh, post-apocalypse? <laughs> um, same thing I tell anyone who wants to try stand-up comedy, whether there's an apocalyptic crisis or not, uh, don't do it. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Uh, just do it, man. Like, that's the thing. A lot of people, I know that there's different types of people. So there's the people that, you know, are very outgoing, they're extroverts, they don't mind being in front of people, and they think they're funny, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's easier for them sometimes to get onto a stage, slightly easier, right? Yeah. And then there's the people who are introverts, they're shy, and they stay in their ba mother's basement or wherever, and uh, they play video games all day, they don't really go out that much, but they have a desire to try stand-up comedy. Uh, those kinds of people will find it quite difficult to go onto the stage and, and, and do public speaking. Um, okay. So either way, no matter which type of person you are, you should try. Uh, like I said, for an extrovert, it will be a little bit easier. For an introvert, it will be less easier. And for an introvert, I always say this. Um, if you find it difficult to go on stage, find an open mic night, go and watch, and go there a few times. So sit in the crowd, in watch the stand-up comedians, maybe make friends with the stand-up comedians, because then when you come to perform, you've made friends with some of these guys, and they'll be encouraging you. They'll be like, oh, come on, man, try, you know, just, just let's, let's, come on, give it a try, you know? And that encouragement might help you get onto that stage, you know? And you can do the same if, if you're an extrovert as well. So it's always good to, to, to almost scout a, an open mic night, hang out there for a few nights, and... Um, meet the comedians and, and stuff like that um you'll find that comedians are very friendly and we love you know chatting to people who are fans or just like our comedy um so yeah the, the easiest thing is to do that or approach someone who organizes gigs open mic night gigs specifically and say hey i really want to try when's your next five minutes and and try and the most important advice i could give to any newbie whether it's the apocalypse or not uh, don't judge your first show. Even if it goes well, don't judge it. Uh, it takes time to become a funny guy. It takes time, or a funny person. It takes time to be, to train your mind to be funny. Um, so you have to go at it a, a few times, more than like six, seven, eight times even. Like, I would say at least, if you can go on stage at least once a month for a period of a year, and then judge for yourself if you think you really like this uh, path or not. I'm not saying that after a year you should give up your career if you have one. I'm just saying, you know, after one once a month for a year should give you enough knowledge and information to be able to tell yourself, you know what, this is something I want to do as a hobby and I want to keep on going with it or not. I'm not saying you should choose it as a main career uh, option. But then again, if in a year you're doing it and it does blow up, well, then there's your answer as well, so... Perfect. So, guys, there you go. Some advice from a 10-year veteran. Uh, use it. You'll do well. <laughs> uh, 
the next question you might remember because you asked this question to Mel Jones, uh, link in the description for that episode. Uh, at which point uh, did comedy change from a hobby for you to a career? <laughs> um, I, I, I don't think it's become my career yet. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm a very different kind of uh, comedian in terms of I do stand-up comedy. I perform, obviously. Uh, but I also organize shows, so I'm also a promoter of stand-up comedy. Um, and I made most of my money from the promotion side of it. But it's 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 oh. not it doesn't pay the bills. Like it never has. Um, it's I, I've always been a uh, I told you I studied graphic design, so I've always been a freelance graphic designer. That's what's paid the bills. Um, oh, okay. So um, even though. I do have a lot of time. I'm blessed to have a lot of time to do the comedy stuff that I do. Um, a lot of my time is spent also doing graphic design. So um, it, it's unfortunately, I haven't been blessed yet to uh, be able to make that transition yet. See, I was on the verge of it before COVID um, because I was filming my one man show for TV, uh, which was going to take place on the 8th of May, which is now just passed. Um, and unfortunately, due to COVID, we couldn't film it. Which would have opened the doors, and maybe then after once it was released on TV and 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 gotten out there a bit, I could have, who knows, maybe maybe people would have liked me. I would have gotten more corporates. I would have gotten you know maybe a t more TV deals, and then I could have made that decision finally to go. Cool. Now I can now I can fully do be a comedian full time. But uh, unfortunately, due to COVID pandemic. I think that goalpost has been pushed back quite a quite a bit, and unfortunately, it's been pushed back for, or it's actually forced some comedians to not be able to be full time comedians anymore. It, it, that's that's a fact. Um, a lot of the comedians now have had to find real jobs again, um, and nine to five jobs, you know, and uh, yeah, it's it's affected everyone. So it's, it's a, yeah, it is what it is. Even if, so, even if I even if I to answer your question, even if I had made that transition yeah i would have been right back <laughs> with the job anyway <laughs> in oh, this yeah. um that unfortunate full circle uh so this episode will be comparatively shorter than the others because joey Miller is an important man he has many ideas to convert into reality and tonight will be one of them uh so, your show, The Joe Show, um, this week you've had Glenn Bow, right? Was that yes. Tuesday or Monday? Tuesday, I believe, yeah. Okay, you've had Glenn Bow this week, you've had retired Colonel Chris Wyatt. Yes. Um, not a comedian. You've had... <laughs> right? no, <it's> not a... <laughs> well... <laughs> He's funny, though. He's quite a funny person. He is He's funny. He, he would fool me easily. Yeah. Uh, you've had your weekly show with Werner Weber as well yes. this week. Um, and on Monday, you had Jacques, right? Yeah, I think it was last week that we had Jacques Um And then this coming Monday, I'm going to have Lungelo, uh, sorry, Lunga Chuka. Lunga Chuka. Yeah, yep. I'm going to have him on the show. Um 
along with some other interesting people. So the the Joe show has become something interesting, actually, um, because I interview comedians. Uh, it is one of the things I do. In, when I interview comedians, I ask for donations from the public who are watching just to help yeah. the entertainers. As we just said, you know, we, we jobs are scarce. Um, yeah. And I found that people like, or right now during the lockdown, people also want to talk about other things. They, they don't just want two guys on a screen talking about funny stories. They want other information, like more information about what's happening currently in South Africa. So I've started to interview people that are experts in their own fields, uh, knowledgeable about the current affairs of South Africa. And I have interesting conversations with them. I have, I've had the guy from the Cape Independence uh, Advocacy Group on my show just to talk about the idea of uh, secession for the Western Cape. And that turned out to be a very interesting conversation. Um, and I've had guys like Chris Wyatt, who's an ex-military man, has been in the military for 36 years, but very involved in African politics and Africa itself and has a fascination with South Africa. And he's, he's got, I mean, he flipped the facts he knows is, is um, immense. And plus he used to work for the NSA and all that stuff. So he knows stuff. Uh, I mean, whether or not he can talk about some of these things is a whole nother matter, but he knows <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's always great chatting to him about certain things and uh yeah I'm, I'm planning on on chatting to even more interesting people within the coming weeks uh you know uh, again experts in their own field and we'll discuss south africa and what's happening now in south africa and i'm in, i'm enjoying that i'm enjoying uh learning more about the uh you know I would, uh, it is politics but it's it's a different it's it's not the mainstream media politics this is this is now i'm, I'm speaking to people who have been doing these kind of this research for years. They are, um, you know, um, they've been analyzing the news for years, and I'm learning other things about South Africa that I didn't know in the past. And it's it's an interesting alternative news to the mainstream news. And um, again, I don't I don't try like Venner and I always say we we don't try and like force you to believe the stuff that we talk about, but. These are facts. These are um, articles that we found, that we talk about, and uh, we bring to the forefront for people. And you can make your own decision on, on what. If you want to call us crazy, that's fine. You want to call us conspiracy theorists, that's also fine. But there is some merit to what we talk about. And, um, and yeah, that's what it's all about, just bringing some other facts that you might not know of or heard of because whatever, it just fell at the side. Uh, you know, because ENCA to me is one of the most uh, fair uh, news uh, agencies right now in South Africa. They still have their issues, but um, I, I find them to be the most fair. And there's a lot of stuff that they put out there that people don't see. It just falls by the wayside. And those are the kind of things that we were like, hey, you guys may have missed this, you know, hey, look at this, you know. Uh, so that's what we do. Well, uh, one point to ENCA. Uh, you do much better in South Africa than CNN does in the USA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, call back to the episode last night. Um, what was the word that was used for CNN? Um, was it uh, ludicrous? Uh, fake news. Yeah, fake news. Um, and people who are listening now might roll their eyes and be like, oh my God. But uh, look, guys, I'm, I made this point last night and I encourage you guys to go and watch it. The episode you're referring yeah. to is uh, The Myth of Trump. Yeah. And um, yeah. 
I knew, look, that's a video that I'm expecting backlash for at any moment, um, just purely because of the, the, the content of that video. Um, yeah. But I encourage people to watch it, and I'm even very cautious with how I promote it or even how I talk about it, because I want people to go and watch it. I don't want you to be influenced yeah. by an opinion before you watch it. So if oh, you yeah, want to yeah. know more about it, go watch it. And then uh, we, we, we start off the video very, uh, I would say, harsh. And um, you'll, when you watch, you'll know what I mean. And yeah. again, it's about presenting information that may have fallen by the, by the wayside that people don't know about. And I'm not telling yeah. you whether you should hate or like Trump that's, that's, or, or vote for him or not vote for him or, or whatever. But we present some facts that are public domain, that are that can be researched, that can be uh, seen, or 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 uh, basically you can find proof. Um, and and then we're like, cool. So here's the proof. What do you think? Whatever it is you you decide is uh, completely up to you. Um, and uh, yeah, that was that was actually one of my favorite episodes because um, yeah, we got a lot of viewers. We got a lot of people commenting. Uh, I enjoyed your, your, what did you call him? Uh, ludicrous. Um, ludicrous. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed that one. Thanks. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it, again, it's, it's one of those episodes just to make you think, just to make you ask questions. Um, you know, I hope that people don't judge me because of the outcome of it. Um, I think if you know me, uh, you won't judge me too harshly for it. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, uh, you're one of the most loyal viewers of my channel and I thank you for that um that I don't I I, I hate racism I I, I just I really really am uh I'm trying to be an advocate against it as much as I can um and I I I kind of know what it's like to be uh silenced you know from my Egypt days and again there's more information about that on my channel um yeah. and uh I have a, a lot of videos that I try and put out that I'm trying to say hey guys Something fishy is happening in the state of Denmark and in, in, in South Africa, and we need to, we just need to be more aware. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, we would highly recommend that you watch the video that was posted last night with the retired Colonel Wyatt, Chris Wyatt. Um, but before that, for like a pregame or a warm up, uh, watch the video they did a week earlier, uh, which was about 9 11. Uh, yeah. An entire hour surrounding 9-11 uh, and all the conspiracy theories that relate to 9-11. So watch that as well. Links will be in the description. Uh, we've just passed 30 minutes. Um, so we'll wrap it up with... Do you have a philosophy you live by? Um, yeah, I think I mentioned it earlier, which is just yeah. uh, be good to one another. You know, like... I. I think uh, Ellen DeGeneres always signs off with her show, you know, be kind to one another. And I think uh, there's, there's, she, sum, uh, she summarized how I live uh, very nicely. Obviously, it's a bit more complicated than that. Um, but I've always lived my life uh, in the simplest way, which is I'm always nice to people. No matter who you are, you DM me, I'll, I'll respond at some point. You, you message me, uh, email me. Talk to me on the street. Approach me in the street. I'll be nice. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ignore you or whatever. No matter what skin color you are, no matter where you come from, no matter what uh, culture you come from, no matter what nationality you are, I'm always always gonna be nice because I've always lived my life by by um, being nice to people is not a bad thing. Um, 
the only time I'm going to be mean to you is if you try and hurt my family or you try yeah. and hurt me. You got to give me a reason not to like you. And until you give me a reason not to like you, um, I'm, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be, I'm going to be kind. Um, honesty, kind, loyalty. That's, that's, that's definitely something I live by. And standing up for what you believe in, no matter what it is, even if you get, uh, you know, a bit of, um, like, no matter which side of the, uh, the political spectrum you're on, right, left, or whatever, uh, if you believe in whatever it is you believe in, stand up, religion, whatever it is, you can stand up and, and fight for your rights, because that is your right. Um, but, but in the same way, it's my right to stand up for what I believe in. And uh, I think we get so uh, caught up in so many different uh, sides of the spectrum and camps and all that stuff. And, and we all want to be right. But here's the thing, and I bring it back down to this. I think as human beings, we all want uh, shelter, food, and to live a good life. And uh, that's all to do with faith, flag, Family, protect the family, live good principles, love your country, patriotic about your country. And that one, even some people, you know, they don't really care about that. That's fine. But you definitely want to have shelter, you love family, family, whatever it is, whether it's a real family, friends, whatever the case, and, and obviously loved ones. And, you know, some people have kids, that's fine, that's your family, um, and live a good life. And I think we all want that. We, every human being wants that on some level. And uh, if we all want that, then why can't we all get along? And that's, that's basically how I live my life. And that's the perfect way to sign off. And before we go, a quick shout out to Chico, uh, currently working on a paper about patriotism, patriotism in South that, yeah. Africa. Uh, I'll leave a link in the description to follow him uh, just to keep updated when that drops and then so I've done the intro with a rhyme I've butchered the rhyme but I'll do the outro with another rhyme <laughs> okay um, comics, musicians and a variety of guests appear on the Joe show this is goodbye from me and Joe Emilio <laughs>